Do your mornings feel like complete chaos? You're getting the kids out the door to school. You're trying to remember what you need to do for work, remembering lunches, what snacks you should bring, where you have to be after work. And by the time you actually sit down at your desk, you don't even know where to begin because your brain is completely overwhelmed and you honestly need a break. This episode, I'm going to share five productivity hacks to put more ease back into your life, more calm back into your morning, and help alleviate some stress from your days. Let's dive in. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls. Let's dive in. Okay, Best Bench Babes, it's Christy here, back talking about productivity. You know this is one of my love languages. I just love this topic so much. And today I'm going to share five productivity hacks to put more ease back into your life. We could all use a little more calm, a little more flow. These are my five tips that I use every single day to just really help me feel grounded, more aligned, and to flow. So if you're listening to this and you're like, heck yes, I need more ease in my mornings, I need more calm in my life, this episode is gonna be bite-sized and packed with some great info. Let's do this. Number one productivity hack that I swear by and love is to create goal-specific tasks. Now, what does this mean exactly? It basically means when you sit down and you're going to work on anything, whether it be calling clients, working in your business, you know, writing an email, posting on social, following up, whatever that looks like, sending a CMA. You need to make sure each task that you're doing is goal specific. So this is a little bit of reverse engineering here. What is the goal and does this task get me closer to that goal? That will help you eliminate wasting time and actually getting into the work that makes a difference. So the questions that I always ask myself when I'm sitting down and I'm working on a project are, why am I doing this? Is this helping me get closer to the goal? Is this necessary right now? And what do I need to accomplish on my to-do list today for success? Those are questions I ask myself every single day when I'm tackling a small project, a big project. They just kind of rattle around in my brain and make sure they keep me on task. There are so many distractions out there. Let's just, let's just call it for what it is. Social media is a huge distraction. Also a really great tool for us to use and to help our businesses grow and connect with clients, connect with other realtors in the industry, other business owners. It's awesome. But if you're sitting down and I think I should post on social today, or I'm just going to send that email, or maybe I'm just going to do this one little thing that this course told me to do. Ask yourself, is this actually getting me 
closer to that goal, moving the needle forward before you do it. Because if you can remove those distractions, so much more time comes back into your day. Even if they're five minute distraction, 10 minute distraction, do you have all these tabs open on your computer and you go into work on that goal, you know, what's going to get you closer, that task that's going to get you closer to the end result. And you're like, oh, I need to go shopping for that sweater. Or, oh, look at that swimsuit. I'm going to buy that when you have, you know, this tab up from Athleta or you have a J Crew tab up, whatever tab you have up because you're shopping. Those are all distractions. So there's so many small things that we can do that will help us remove distractions and get focused and get specific on those tasks that get us to our goal. All right. Number two, this one's so obvious, but get up early. Look, I know many of us will claim that we are night owls, but we are wired as human beings to get up early. So we've, and I know I might get some um, hate on this, but the reality is we're meant to get up early. We are supposed to rise with the sun. We're supposed to go to bed when the sun goes down. The sun is there. You know, our bodies are aligned to this. They are meant to work this way. So if you're like, no, I'm a night owl, you might be a night owl, but you can train yourself out of that. That is the reality. So getting up early allows you to have a little bit of space, maybe in your morning, before your kids get up, before you need to rush out the door to get to work. And this is just, it's one of the most important things that can set us up for our day. So if you find yourself sluggish in the morning, I can't get out of bed, this is just too much, and then hitting snooze, 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 or just like, you know, just refuse to get up early because it's too hard, or when you do, you dread it, go to bed earlier. This is so basic, but just get to bed earlier. And of course, every day we can't say, you know, I can go to bed at this time every single day, but most days we can. Of course, curveballs come up and life happens and some you know, some commitments require us to be out later than than others. However, most days we can go to bed early enough to be able to wake up at a decent time, get that sunshine in our eyes in the morning, which as so important as well. If you haven't looked into this yourself, sunlight in the morning is so crucial for our well-being and setting our clocks, our internal clocks for the day. So go to bed early, get up early carve out that time in the morning for you and get some sunshine on your body before you start your day. Now I want to add one little side caveat here because if you this is so important to me when I was a new mama this drove me freaking nuts. When you I remember reading a book I will not actually I did not read the book. It was an audible book because I was not reading. I was exhausted and anyways, I digress. So about this author was saying how after your child is nine months old, you can get up before them and blah, blah, blah. I just want to recognize that every child's sleep pattern is different. If you are a mom in those early years of parenting and you, there's no way you're getting up before your child because they are getting up at the crack of dawn. Like I see you, I have been there. My child still is up by 5.30 every single morning. But when life allows and life will allow again for you to get up a little bit earlier, Go ahead and do it. It'll make your day so much better. All right, number three is my absolute favorite of all of the top five here. And that is setting yourself up for success the night before. So we hear all about miracle mornings, powerful mornings, everything morning, right? Like these 20 minutes are going to get me this. This is going to get me success, blah, blah, blah. Like it is screaming from the rooftops and is we know our mornings are so crucial for our day, which I just actually talked about getting up early. The night before is critical. This is something that gets overlooked so much. 
And if you're like, you know, hanging out watching TV at night, cool. Like that's a great break for our brains to just hang out and do that. But there are things you can do at night that will set you up for success the next day and make your day so much more easeful. It'll make it flow better. I'm going to give some real life examples of this because I'm also not going to tell you that your kitchen is going to be sparkling clean every single night. Like, let's be real. That's not always an option, but maybe you can't do all of your dishes that night, right? Maybe your sink in your kitchen is a disaster. Can you wash the water bottle you're going to need in the morning for your workout? Can you make sure that you have your clothes in order that you're going to need for the next day? If you're a mom, can you make sure that your child's clothes are laid out for the next day, including their socks? Because, oh my gosh, in this house, the hunt for socks is never ending. Can you do that? For me, I love cold plunging. If I can cold plunge in the morning, I'm going to do it. And so I make sure I have my towels next to my cold plunge. I have my hair clip there and that is all ready to go. If you're going to work out in the morning, making sure that whatever form of exercise you're going to do, it's set up for you. So like, are those dishes the dishes that you actually need, water bottle, what am I going to need when I sit down at my desk? Am I going to need a different water bottle? Are my dog's bowls clean? You know, kids' lunchbox clean. Can I prep the lunch the night before? These little things will take you just a few minutes that evening before, and it can clear that clutter from your mind so you can actually fall asleep. And then come morning, you're like, oh my gosh, I might not have gained more, necessarily a lot more time back, maybe a few minutes, but this feels less stressful. My day just got easier because my morning wasn't a total mess. Something else to consider too, and this is, everyone's a little bit different here, is I like to look at my calendar for the next day and cart, you know, write it out kind of what I'm going to do, the structure of what my day is going to look like. Maybe that goes out the window the next day, I get handed a curveball, but it gets it out of my brain onto paper and then I can take a deep breath and move on. So this one here is for sure my favorite one and the one that we have really implemented into our lives uh, probably just in this last year-ish, maybe a little bit less, getting consistent with it, that has been a game changer for us. And again, awesome to get all those dishes done. Awesome to have a clean house when you go to bed. Not always an option. Give yourself grace and do what you can to make your days flow more. Number four. I love this one as well. Uh, Take five minutes to ground yourself before you jump into your day. Now, you might be saying, Christy, seriously, I don't have five minutes. I'm running late to my meeting, blah, blah, you know, all this stuff. Take five minutes. Like, dare I say be five minutes late so you don't go in like a total basket case, like trying to figure out like how to get your bearings and get going. Like, ideally, you want to be on time. Ideally, you want to make sure that your morning went a little more smoothly so you could get to your meeting on time or, you know, get on that phone call on time or or dive into work on time. But if it's the difference between you having a completely frazzled morning and you know looking at projects feeling overwhelmed versus I can take five minutes to breathe and ground myself with quiet and then I'm gonna be even more productive, do it. Honestly, give yourself grace and do it. And you will be better off for this and you will thank yourself later. This really goes along with asking yourself the question of, What do I need to do to set myself up for success today? So going back to that prepping the night before, right? Making sure that's all good. What do I need to set myself up for success tomorrow? And then the next day, what do I need to set myself up for success today? Ask yourself that in those five minutes after grounding. Like, what can I do here to make sure this day is the most successful? It's the best use of my time. And I feel good. I don't feel terrible when it come lunchtime or when the day is over. 
All right, number five, I'm obsessed with this. I could scream this from the rooftops. I, it probably feels like I have, but time blocking your day. Oh my gosh, this is such a game changer. And I'm not gonna get into this a ton here because I talk about this on both of my other productivity episodes. If you go back to episode 45, where I talk about productivity hacks that create freedom, I go into detail on how to time block. Time blocking will change your life. It will change your business. It will change how you approach your business, how you view your days. If you're not already time blocking, just just do it. I guess I don't know what else to say, but just do it. This is so important and will give you the freedom that you really need. It also allows you to see where time is getting wasted. You know, it allows you to see projects more in chunks instead of just this overwhelmed long list. So head back to episode 45, Productivity Hacks to Create Freedom to get more info on how to time block and honestly hit me up on social and let me know your tips and tricks because I'm always expanding and learning in this area and I'm just obsessed with it. So when you are time blocking, something to think about is prioritizing the right time for the right project. Ask yourself when you're the most creative. When is this easiest for me? Like when's it the easiest for me to pick up the phone and actually call my clients, right? Use that time for that task. Block off personal and self-care time. So important. Like, again, I go deep into all of this in that other episode, episode 45. Um, making sure that you carve out time for yourself, whether that is to exercise, whether it is just for basics like self-care, whether it is to just have 20 minutes to yourself, you know, a coffee date with a friend, whatever that looks like, making sure that that's blocked into your life because it's not an option. It's just not. It absolutely just has to live in your life. It's so important. Something else that I was terrible at, just terrible at, I would time block my days to where there was no space for anything. It was just boom, 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 boom. And to be really, you know, honestly, to give myself some grace and to be fair with myself, the time didn't exist for everything that I needed to be doing. I had taken on too much. But I realized this was a little bit of my toxic productivity trait. And if you head back to episode 91, how to combat toxic productivity, I go deep into this topic. And once I realized that mm, maybe I'm a little uh, toxic here and my productivity habits are, you know, they're not super healthy. Some of them are, but some of them are a little bit toxic. I dove into that and learned about it. And I did an episode that I put out last year that is really, really packed with some good information. So again, episode 91, go check that one out. But what I realized during that time was I was not time blocking space. I was not time blocking white space that I needed so I could breathe. So if a curveball came in, I could like take it. I could handle it. It wasn't going to derail my entire week. So really creating that white space for curveballs, personal things that come up. Granted, we can't always plan for those, right? But if we can time block a little bit, of white space into every single day, not just the week, every single day, we can start to breathe again, which is what's going to be less stressful for us, create more ease, allow our days to flow even more. All right, best friend babes, I'm going to wrap up here, but those are five productivity hacks to put more ease back into your life, more flow back into your day, and to take a little stress out of your business. I would love to hear if you've implemented any of these into your life. Hit me up on social and let's start the conversation. I'm so excited for 2024 and all it has to offer and also 
2024 being a year of being grounded and having some ease while still being super successful. You've got this. I'm over here cheering you on. So until next time, remember to keep your face off a bus bench and keep being the badass boss babe that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.